0: Hey everybody, welcome to another segment of Tony's show. And tonight, um, we're going to be multiplexed. There's a lot of things that have popped up. And uh, what we've all heard, if you haven't heard, the Dutch are getting it up the arse again. They're being, you know, lambasted again and again and again. They are now making proclamations. You know, the the proclamations that the globalists are making are so ridiculous and the inversion that's going on on the planet is on a scale we've never seen before I mean nothing can be this stupid or or in reverse but we are heading into a bizarro world because of this inversion and we need to pay attention to this very very much so I want to talk about something I kind of discovered through observation and Things that kind of hit me a certain way. I talk about these shows. I put links on these shows. And I explain things on these shows. And what I get sometimes from people in my email. Is sometimes they send me an email. With a show I just did two or three days ago. So either they're not listening to the show. Or they're not getting it or something. But then I noticed that this has been going on. A lot more. It's like there's like a time. Bubble or something going on. And and people I'm noticing. Also have gaps in memory. It's interesting when I see. What I see people talking. Or what they send me. After I've just done a show on something. I uh, talked about something. About a year. Year and a half ago. And I talked to these people. About these topics. Even at that time. And They have lost the memory or there's a gap now where that once was. So I could think to myself, well, how is this happening? How are people having these gaps happening in their head? You know, and I notice people also when they're talking today are talking a lot slower, like slow, as if they're ...kind of reaching out with their hand against the wall to keep them, you know, stable. So I was thinking about this and I thought, okay, the injected have been infected. So that would cause these brain lapses that are going on. And with the frequencies that they're transceiving through the injection sites and through the phone... ...it would cause a dramatic gapping in the head, memory thought processes, being analytical, would wind up suffering. But then I kept thinking, well, what would affect the uninjected, the uninfected? Then I thought, well, it would be the cell phone. Because see, I've said this many a time, the cell phone is connected directly to your DNA. So now it can go into your head or into your DNA, into your cells, into your communications network inside of you, and potentially, you know, tr- transcribe a program or insert something or maybe delete something in your head. I thought, isn't this interesting? So if you go out and you're around a lot of people who've been infected with the in- with the injections, they too could be sending a transmission to you via through their phone or through their transceiver that they have inserted into them causing you to have problems sometimes how many of you got have gotten around people and you get this scattering in your head or this static do you ever think possibly they could be coming from technology could be coming from towers cell phones but notice when you get around people who've been again injected and infected you know notice that possibly that you're having more problems staying attenuated to even the conversation. Something to think about. I don't get around a lot of people, and the only people I really associate with a lot... are Either customers that come see me because they have a need for something, and I talk with them that way, or or I'm around people who are awake, who are not injected or infected... But some of them do have cell phones, so I keep thinking, you know, and I've been saying for the longest time, we have to disconnect from this technology, in regarding to especially the cell phone, because that's the one that traces you wherever you go. That's the one that's constantly sending transmissions. You got to remember, each of these phones have over seven different antenna, if not more. And the moment you grab that phone, it grabs your DNA. Now, you get around somebody who's infected that's being tra- having a transmission into their system. They can then transmit from them to your phone to you. Because I kept wondering, why is everybody having these issues? I'm not, I don't seem to be having these issues. I do sometimes have a mental lapse here and there. But it's not like some of the things that I have talked about that I, I forget. I pretty much retain most of it. I'm not sure about something because somebody's describing something a certain way and I'm not familiar what they're in their description, then I'll go look it up and say, Oh, this is what you're talking about. So, but when there are gaps, serious gapping going on, especially if I've talked about a topic and then and you've emailed me or I've talked with you direct and then all of a sudden you don't remember that we even had the conversation or that I even talked about a topic that's alarming me because that means your mental faculties and your mental acuity is starting to deplete and break down that would also be indicative of accelerated aging in the head now if you're already 60 70, 80 years old there's going to be a little wear and tear in the brain after all we've been through 60 years of bullshit so obviously there's going to be some you know drain on the brain. But when you're talking 20, 30, 40, and maybe even 50. and When you talk to the 20-year-olds, they sound like they're they're, you know, infantile. Haven't grown a bit. Something's wrong. Something is wrong. Badly wrong and okay. Now we've been talking about radar waves and ground waves and frequencies and frequency assaults and This is also playing havoc. I had a guy contact me uh, Today earlier about you know, he's still having little dizzy spells and stuff. Well, he's right in the line of fire from Toronto Toronto Ontario Canada is beaming out all kinds of radar waves uh, all the way across southwestern Ontario all up, way up north near Hunts, Hun, uh, Huntsville, right across Lake uh, Huron, Lake Erie, Lake Ontario—all the inland lakes up in, in up from Huntsville, right across Western Canada. There seems to be some sort of uh, ra- uh, radar activity going on, and I am thinking that this is what's drying up the lakes up in those areas. Can't fire microwaves on the planet and not expect the planet to heat up. And global warming is a farce. T- I did that, I think, on the last show, where there was a discussion with a guy, and he said there's nothing but a, 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 a moneymaker, nothing more. We have not affected the climate one iota. Well, I would say that we as the laborers, we as the, or slaves, we as a common people have had nothing to do with the Earth's issues that they proclaim is going on follow the science let's just follow the science we'll just blindly follow the science (laughs) like we have for the last 2.9 years and seeing everybody around us die because we followed the science what ridiculousness that we are assuming that we should follow the science that is so retarded it's not even funny follow the science just follow the science just follow the science. what science are we talking about pseudoscience that they've been proclaiming for the last 2.9 years they were making fun of people using vitamins 40 50 years ago and said that was pseudoscience now we're finding out that everybody that was saying anything back then about how vitamin C cured all kinds of diseases, how vitamin B3 cured all kinds of mental issues, how vitamin B1 uh, cured all kinds of mental issues and cellular issues, has now been validated and proven to be true. But back then, you were calling it pseudoscience. That's follow the science. If we had followed the science back then, most of humanity, I should not say, most of mankind would have already been dead. By now good thing nobody trusted the science or the doctors back then and more and more people are losing their faith in the doctors especially in these times especially with the bullshit of the day so I'm gonna what I'm going to do tonight I'm going to play a lot of different things a lot of times a lot of you are asking me for schematics I'm not a schematic type of guy but Yanni is, and so Yanni put up a schematic. So I got his YouTube channel and, and another uh, recording of it. So you got so if you can't find it on the YouTube, you'll get it on the recording. So some of you who needs to have a pictorial schematic, he's the go-to guy. I'm just the guy that builds these things and invents these things, and he's the tech. So he's the one that will help those of you who are having problems getting a visual perspective. Um... And then, I will leave, oh yeah, there's one more other comment I want to make. There have been some anomalies in the sky of late. Rectangular objects floating in the air. How many of you watched Avengers, the first one? We had that flying ship that was harbored in the ocean or on a harbor port. And then literally lifted itself up into the air and then went into a cloak mode. That technology does exist. And now more and more of that is being seen accidentally. So I want. I'm putting that out there tonight as well. Plus other things. So okay. And uh, oh yeah. I want to talk about real quickly. Tucker talked about Europe. And this is the forecast that they're calling on right now. That the natural gas problem in Europe is going to be going to reach a crescendo. And as a result, a lot of restaurants and small business entrepreneurs are going to shut down. Because they're not going to be able to afford the price of natural gas. Because it's, it doesn't exist. Or there's very little there. And it's going to be a premium price. So a lot of businesses are going to shut down in Europe. And they're going to crash the European economy. Which transfers over to the United States and Canada. Because now if they do the same thing here in the United States and Canada. What will wind up happening is all the small businesses that didn't get taken out the first time round, With the shutdowns of this fake, fake, fake. Follow the science. Follow the science. Sounds like a parrot. Doesn't follow the science. Follow the science. Follow the science. What didn't get shut down the first time round? They're going to do it this way. You can't afford a utility bill. If your natural if your ga- natural gas prices are 10 times more than what they are right now, how many restaurants do you think are going to be able to survive that? How many small shops do you think are going to be able to survive that? Can you imagine ordering something from Amazon? It'll be 10 times higher. Because you ain't going to be able to find it anywhere else in your local area because those shops will have shut down. Imagine buying something from eBay, Banggood, DHgate, and all the other uh, ones that are out there. The price is just going to go up, up, up. Bible does say that a man will work a day's wage for a loaf of bread. Well, they're going to create that anomaly. I keep telling you, read the book of Revelations because that is the playbook. All the resets had this playbook because they went by the same exact playground. They're like a football or basketball team, they have a playbook that they go by to counteract a team or to create a defense. Same thing. And we're going to see that according to, to what they're saying. You won't have enough gold or silver to pay for the natural gas think about that maybe everybody should start switching to propane there's an idea you know might be a little bit more volatile but you know you might have to get rid of the smart meters in order to maintain a safe profile with the propane but you know it beats freezing to death just a consideration just a thought me speaking out loud Alright, let me get on with the show. I'm gonna talk I'm gonna get things rolling here. We're we'll gonna play a lot of recordings tonight. I'm gonna to give you something to think about. Okie dokie, here we go. One second. Let's see here which one do we got. No, I don't wanna go in first. No. Nope. Geez, what happened? Here
1: we go. Okay, this is a recent event. Supposedly 57,000 cows have died in India. All from a virus, of course, right? Lumpy skin disease. You can't make this up. What I'm gonna try to show you guys is, from a paramedic perspective, what we're seeing is acute radiological syndrome. And people really need to start understanding that the majority of diseases that we face today can be categorized as some form of acute radiological syndrome. But you have these boils or nodules on your skin. These are typically radiological presentations. I was well trained in, and I don't know why, if I'm just a paramedic and I was well trained in figuring out and understanding that I was walking to the scene and I could look at somebody and say, hold up, let's back up and back out. That's how we're all supposed to be trained. Why aren't people seeing this and why aren't people reporting it for what it is? 57,000 cows have died in India. And they're going on a mass vaccination campaign right now. Because you've got to hurry up and get it. You've got to make sure they don't die from LSD, right? <laughs> you just can't make this up. And it has, here's some of the symptomology. Fever, right? Everything's fever discharge from the eyes and nose, salivation from the mouth, blisters like a nodule in the mouth and on the body. This is all radiological symptomology, and it's no telling the ones that are alive what they're injected in with. So this is a database for cell phone towers. What your first glance at this, you're probably gonna think, well, all the red is what a cell phone towers are. That's incorrect. (laughs) According to this right here, The wider the area, the more dense the cell phone coverage, so this gets a little disturbing. So basically, according to this database, that wherever you see the red, these are the safe zones. Of course, the whole thing looks like an artery system. I would really like to know what groups of people live in the solid red areas. They might be a little bit safer than everybody else. right? So look at all these little, this is all solid white for the most part in this whole area. I would say, where this incident occurred, pretty well inundated with radiation-based technologies. The reason these cows are expressing acute radiation syndrome is because they're getting dosed every day. Make no mistake, we all are. The more you look at this, the more it's kind of sickening, kind of. It legit looks like a war zone. I'd be very curious what these deep red clusters are. Alright, that's all I got. guys, take care. Be safe.
0: Okay, now it's interesting when uh, Fire Medicate did the presentation. We look at Canada, Canada's all white. No, we're not talking racist stuff. No, we're not talking about what people that they call white. We're talking about Canada, right across, east to west, north to south, southeast, southwest, northeast, northwest, is white. Now, there is a cell tower map of Canada you can look up. Type and cell tower map of Canada. Can you do it? Do an image search, and you will see that there is no Canada, none, zip, nada. All we are is one big effing antenna. It's a wonder we have any space where we can walk. That's how dense the antenna zones are in Canada. We're constantly being fired upon. And we got, like I said, radar beams shooting all the way from Toronto all the way down to southwestern Ontario. In Michigan, I was doing a overall search in Michigan. The Upper Peninsula is firing frequencies down through Lake Superior. And <coughs> there was another, I think it's Wisconsin, that was shooting across the Great Lakes and Lake, uh, off Lake Michigan. So we had Lake Superior, Lake Michigan on one side being assaulted by either the Upper Peninsula and Wisconsin. And on the other side, yeah, stuff was coming down from all over the place, and then you had stuff coming from Ontario, going across uh, Lake Huron down to Lake Erie, because when it's crossing over to Syracuse, it's passing Lake Erie and up near La- Lake Ontario. So, between Michigan and Ontario, we are destroying the Great Lakes with these radar waves. That's what it looks like to me. Now, when I'm seeing radar beams shooting up near Huntsville and up near Red Lake. And I'm seeing these radar, what looks like a radar splat across western Canada, Alberta, Saskatchewan, Manitoba, western Ontario. It looks like, especially up near the Red Lake area, again there's a lot of natives there, just for your FYI. It appears that these radar puffs are targeting what appears maybe inland lakes, or maybe uh, indigenous cultures. Again, that's what it looks like. So, when we're seeing these kind of assaults going on, I had a guy from New Brunswick contact me years ago, a farmer. Came over from Europe because... New Brunswick was giving away free farmland or real dirt cheap farmland. He couldn't figure it out. He came over, started raising Holstein cattle and whatnot. And every day he had a cow or two or three or ten dead. And when they looked and examined the cows, they all had that lumpy skin disease or LSD. Looked like welts. the, The female cows had their tits, had radar Burns all over them. They had foreheads had a big circle on it. Sides of their hind and their shoulders were hit with these with these radiation um, weaponry. Same thing with the bulls. You know, they were just having target practice at the expense of the farmer. So we are dealing with a inverted bunch of losers. You know, an inverted bunch of losers. Killing cattle. 57,000 cows. How many died in in, uh, Kansas? How many are dying elsewhere that we haven't seen yet? After all, they want you to eat these fucking crickets and cockroaches and mealy worms and everything else. They're putting a lot of money and investment into something that nobody wants. Who decided that the billionaires were to run the planet. Oh I know. I know. It's fascism at its at its utmost. Fascism. See, like I said, we've never, never had a democracy. Ever. Votes were always rigged, judges were always bought off, lawyers were paid off. I was listening to Christopher James the other day and he made a comment about one of the lawyers here in Canada went to present the case to the court got three hundred ninety thousand dollars in donations and the court basically said they postponed the the thing or threw it out or did something and nothing got done except the lawyer went home with three hundred and ninety thousand dollars i have absolutely no faith in our legal system whatsoever i have no faith in the voting system whatsoever none I have no faith in our law enforcement system that we have here none it just appears to me that anything we're going to do today has to be a more drastic uh, element to making a change and the other aspect of that change is we'd also have to change the way we are governing ourselves so this could never happen again but I digress. I'm pointing out now with the current system of corruption and the current system of being violated by high tech weaponry. We're not only talking frequencies here radar waves, ground waves, EMF frequencies, photonics. You know, we're not just talking that, we're also talking genetics and uh, genetic warfare and genetic changes in the DNA of people turning them back to even before they were t- turning them back to a cro species ugh I hit you upside the head with my club ugh that kind of back to the past we're not seeing anything really of any value that's currently going on and everything that makes sense or had made real sense or had real scientific backing to it is now being eradicated, totally being eradicated. So, we're, not, we're no longer seeing the condition that we've been programmed to believe and, and understand. Those conditions no longer are existing today. Okay, we are dealing with a whole new world of bizarro. We have absolutely nothing to really put our faith in in regard to government. Don't even I don't. When I hear the government saying something, I believe the complete opposite today because I was told I'd do that 20, 30 years ago. Now I see why. Now I see why. All right, let me get on to the next part here. Um, yeah, this is another friend of mine. She's the one that actually got me looking at this stuff. Anyway, I'm going to play something that she did uh, In an interview. So here we go. Give me one second righty, here we go
1: A courageous brave well-researched woman reached out to me. She's from Canada. Her name's Melissa um, She kind of brought some startling things to my attention, which is kind of wild uh, I thought I kind of knew all the Startling things that were going on all around me. So we got to talk, and then we come to find that we are, you know, we suffer from the same electromagnetic sensitivities and stuff like that. And we were sharing all the, you know, mitigation strategies that we have, and some were the same and some were polar opposite. Um, And I'll kind of share some of that stuff with links and stuff like that. But this whole introduction is about her and some of the research that she found. And she presented it to me um, and it has to do with the beam forming technology that is all around us by chance downloaded it that one day and she started noticing um, very particular patterns coming out of canada more importantly over top of the great lakes area so before i bring melissa in i was just doing a little bit of research on beam forming technologies and so i went just a Wikipedia. I didn't do, you know, some people may discredit Wikipedia. It's irrelevant. But either way, I was looking into beam forming. Just whatever little bit of information I could find. So I was sitting there scrolling through the beam forming page and the, the techniques, sonar beam forming requirements, schemes. Then right underneath schemes is evolved beam former, was another term I found. It was genetic algorithms so i clicked on genetic algorithms and then looking on that page i started looking into this evolutionary algorithms natural selection you know some words that kind of jump off the page at you especially if you're not into evolution they are for sure i start scrolling down the page and i come across this term called genetic operators the next step is to generate a second generation population of solutions from those selected through combination of genetic operators, crossover, also called recombination. I don't know how much you guys know about recombination or recombinant technology. It's been in the vaccines for years and years and years. That's where they take uh, genetic material or just material particles, flesh or whatever you want to call it from other beings or animals or creepy crawly things on the earth and they take one strand of something from a monkey or a dog or a pig and they recombine the type of human genetic material. And so the solution is to produce a pair of parents in quotations because they're not biologists they don't know what parents are anymore. So the solution is selected for breeding from a pool of selected previously by producing a child solution. A lot of people don't want to go down the path of scripture, you know, the writings from our Father in heaven. This is the exact opposite, or the perverse path from which the Father did. The whole time, from the time that the fallen ones came, took women, and had children, and that pollution of our genetic gene pool, the corruption of all flesh which caused the flood, this is happening again. So let me expand upon what I meant perverse, or the exact opposite of what the Father did when it comes to genetic cleansing. So after the Flood, we already had Noah, and what we know in the writings is that Noah was perfect in his generations, his his genetic makeup was perfect. So from Noah, what we see is a very specific hand selection of people to carry on the name, to carry on his will to be his people very specific. And so we got Abraham, then we have his son, a very specific son, Isaac. And Then we have another event. We have Isaac has two children, twins, and one was full of all of the corruption. The other was not. Then from Jacob, all of his sons were chosen. That's what I mean by the father choosing a very specific people to cleanse all the genetic corruption that was before leading all the way up into the birth of our Messiah. So, before I bring Melissa in, I'll just let you guys know that the app that she's using is powered by Noah. Okay, I'm going to bring Melissa in now and I'm basically going to let her drive the entire conversation because this is all about her and her findings and she's well versed
2: in it. Hi Eric. Thanks so much for having me on. So how this all started? I heard Eric on Sean's show last week and uh, something told me to get in touch with him. He was the person I wanted to share this with. I've been, I want to say, plagued with uh, finding this information, but I I don't want to take a negative connotation on this. Let's just say the good Lord gave me some information that I really didn't know what to do with, but ever since I've learned of uh, some things happening around the planet. I've embraced it. I've researched it. And uh, while I still don't know what to make of it, I know that uh, only time and more people involved will be the ones to assist. But I think it's very important that we all see some anomaly type uh, energy practices that seem to be happening around the planet. And most importantly for us in Canada and the United States, how they're affecting us close to home. So we can see some uh, radar activity right now. This is in current real time on Tuesday, August 9th, uh, at 3.50 in the afternoon, uh, Eastern, Eastern Standard Time. So I'm gonna scroll over here for lovely North America. And even from a distance, this looks like typical behavior of what we'd see with uh, weather radar. However, you may also find that it, it does look to be quite active, there's a lot happening um maybe more than one would expect to be happening in the lower united states and um but otherwise seemingly okay so if i uh, scroll closer here lots of lightning you know lots of even more noticeable weather patterns happening now at first glance just as someone who is looking at this for the first time is there anything about this even at this range that stands out to you as being interesting not something maybe you're familiar with Maybe you wanna get a little closer and see what it is you're looking at. Well, for me, this would have been the case of this, these circles. This is a bit bizarre, I'd say. I'd also think a lot of the scattering is also different, but I don't know for sure. And definitely I'd like to know what this little spidery looking thing is here. So now if we get a little closer, here we are. And those circles are still there too, okay. now. Down here, you can see this is a 12 hour time lapse. I'm gonna put this into a slow range. And again, this is on wendy.com, anyone can do this. That's the beauty of this is, uh, well, you might wanna try going on the weather network or um, AccuWeather, or I could think of many other different uh, sources you could try. You won't see what it is you're gonna be seeing here. And I have already ruled out that it's just that this particular app is uh, You know, showing things that are not actually there. They are in fact there. And actually you'll see over here on the bottom right, you'll see the different weather reporting uh, networks that are involved with this. This one's NOAA, Uh, but when it switches to a different feed, it will change. And you can actually go to that particular website um, to get more information, but you won't necessarily see the different radar that you're seeing here. So now you can even see above this, those spidery lines, very strange. So I'm gonna do a time lapse now over a 12 hour period, pausing it now. So now we're in real time, just eight minutes ago. And here they are coming back. So if I go backwards, it's about a six hour time frame where we go without them. There they are dissipating, coming into the screen. Almost as if someone took a paintball gun and splattered the areas, right? We get these, all of these seem to have this little donut shape, they're all circular donut shape, well, what the heck is going on? What could be causing this? Scroll forward, we can see here very slowly, there is something that looks sort of like a beam pushing through there. So initially what came to mind to me, not knowing what to make of this at all. This just a general hypothesis. I'm hypothesizing here on what potentially this stuff could be. Well, I know that whatever's going on with the rollout of 5G has bothered me since the beginning and um, all the research being done on that, how that uh, is a key component in how close range uh, surveillance is going to be carried out. Uh, All the towers, how they're connecting everything in in close proximity um, from small uh, mass cells on the streets to the bigger towers to perhaps the satellites, what have you, uh, how is this all perhaps connected? Because this is not typical weather formation. And also this is not conducive of a storm. So for this to be a radar platform, a Doppler radar platform for, uh, to show us the reflectivity in the atmosphere, that's how we're able to tell when it's gonna storm, when it's gonna rain. Well, this is none of that. So what is it that we're looking at in these condensed fashions? Whether you're somebody who is aware of geoengineering or not, there is definitely there definitely has to be something that coincides here with what we know of the chemtrails, what's coming out of them, how much the atmosphere is conductive as, a, as it relates to the particulate and its ability to be manipulated. So if we think about those things And we see how odd the clouds look in the sky at times and we know that there is they're being manipulated by radio frequency well what if this is all connected to that and as eric had said last week on sean's show anyone he talks to now everybody's tired no one feels right you know could this also be a part of that if we are being irradiated if this type of stuff is going on around us people these people living in these areas they're exposed to this kind of stuff all the time this radiating what is that doing to our bodies how is that affecting the way we feel the way we're able to think how sick those people in our lives are that have been subjected to worse over since the vaccine rollout and the impending doom of what could happen with them now we go to Ontario what is this we're looking at anyone ever seen anything like this before what are these beams does that look natural to you one thing i will say about this bothers me and worries me more than anything is that we don't hear about it and what i've come to learn is that what we don't hear about there's a reason we're not supposed to know and why can't i see this on accuweather why can't i see this on the weather channel weather network why is it cut out that right there is only highlighting that this isn't something we the useless eaters are supposed to see. The colors you're seeing in these um, go to quantify the level of uh, the radiating radiating uh, levels of these beams. So um, if I want to plot this here, these types of things are happening every day. So I first noticed this back in April. And when I noticed it in April, I, I had to kind of learn and keep looking. And I noticed that 99% of the time, in lower Ontario uh, between Chatham and Toronto for sure this was happening every single day and so these beams going right through London five decibels you see the color range in there so if we move this now into this beam 23 decibels so as the color gets warmer you'll see in the spot And there's a legend here you'll see how much higher that uh, radio frequency electromagnetic frequency range is well now i'm going to do a time lapse of this now one thing uh, i observed here and i came to find as a consistent pattern was the fact that these look like stars or suns and that uh, in the middle it was in the middle of areas where you were more highly condensed more most of the time so we have toronto being in the center of this particular star shape and all of these rays seem to extend out from there but then we get these anomaly these single one-offs you know going here we have this one that looks like you know it's in lake huron like extending out towards flint michigan up towards rose city we have these ones down going into cleveland we have one that was nearing pennsylvania and into new york um So these ones seem to be the most active, which look to be originating from the Toronto area. I don't know for sure. This is just, again, I'm hypothesizing based on the patterns that I'm looking at. Uh, Ottawa, so we have this one here and everything's extending out around Ottawa. And then the last one looks to be coming from in and around Montreal, at least where things are more active. So this lower quadrant um, of Montreal We are seeing, uh, it, it doesn't ever seem to extend this way, though. I will say, I never really see it go out in this direction. So what is this? What is this doing? There is a little bit that we can see in Nova Scotia as well happening. But one thing's for certain, this is happening in Canada. What you see affecting the United States is coming from Canada. What is going on in Canada? What is happening here? What have we signed up for? Is this, does this? have anything to do with our connection to being an open Canada our acceptance to allow the outside governments the oligarchs that want control to take over to let them experiment is that what's happening here again we don't know because no one's explaining any of this this is nowhere to be seen so I'm wondering if Ontario is being used as a testing this area for whatever weaponry is behind this I worry and wonder how this is manipulating the minds of everyone around me and in these areas in particular statistically canada is not providing information about vaccine injury they're not providing the numbers of who's in the hospital not providing any information on all-cause mortality and with that in mind we have no idea good or bad what's happening around here all i know is i see less birds i leave see less squirrels there is less insects and this stuff also happening around me and i wake up feeling like a zombie almost every single morning and i know that to be the same of many people i know another common occurrence is you'll see this weather pattern coming through here this has actually become quite a common line of reactivity and it always seems to to come through the united states and up along this line here too is that connected to this well i don't know but looking at the United States now at a closer range, all these little micro storms, look at all of the reactivity in the atmosphere. We've got tons of patterns of uh, lightning storms happening. And honestly, in these areas, you can, you can almost know that there may not even be a storm here. It's quite likely that they're not even getting any rain. That's just how conductive their atmosphere is. We need to know more about this, everyone. This is something that's, that's really ha- take, having an impact on all of us, and we just need more information. Anyone listening who can weigh in on this, please share and tell, tell the world <laughs> because maybe it's not too late for us to stop this. This is some crazy evidence of something that uh, we can have put to an end. Mexico, Tampico started with the same type of raise just recently uh they had one long beam that would constantly go off i'd say for um, maybe two months this new half sun ray here this is new this is new they only really had the one that was always coming out this way and that was it um but it seems to be more active now so these things are not they're not static in 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 the fact that they're behaving the same way every day they do different things every day. Uh, they're manipulatable. Um, even the ones in Ontario, I've seen them off. It may only be, be for two hours, but they may not even they may not even be active at all. Now, Havana, we're we're familiar with Havana Syndrome, right? We've heard of this. If you haven't, please look it up um, and see how that relates to uh, what was considered to be a form of direct energy weaponry affecting the minds of people. You can see a really strange pattern that goes through here in a circle. Um, yes, there was that one beam through there, but you can kind of see that on the outside here, this weird shape. This happens really strange, bizarre patterns of, uh, of this reflectivity happen often. Uh, I will show some examples of that coming up. This is a test down in uh, South America along the East Coast. They seem to be getting pummeled by the same type of behavior. areas is always bad. These areas are always, always look like this. They have looked like this since I noticed it happening in Ontario. Now, one person I did reach out to, to ask about the stuff, reached out to some ex-military guys that uh, pilots that he knew to ask them their thoughts on this and they didn't know what it was themselves. But the one comment uh, consistently that they did say uh, between them was that it was new, not something they had seen before. And so believe it is, it's only been happening for about eight to 10 months maximum. I don't know of anything that's changed in our world in the last eight to 10 months, except the rollout of 5G and all the frequencies and, and surveillance technology that's expected to work in tandem with it. But when I think about the push now to talk about global warming and heating of the planet, what we do know of radio frequency energies and EMS in the atmosphere, this is a lot of heat. This is going to create a lot of heat. It's going to cause a lot of drought. And it in itself, I would say, would be a pretty good reason to start pushing global warming and actually be supported by people when they actually feel that heat to that level themselves. How can they deny it especially when there's an invisible threat because what we're seeing here is essentially invisible unless you're seeing it on this particular site or you have clearance to access it from a different government level system of course valencia spain you know spain's been getting a lot of hot weather this year we hear about it on mainstream media they've been gifted the same problem recently as well i started noticing consistent behavior here just in the last month and a half or so this was not as active either this this also is a very active system this this big wide range here uh i'd say daily is like this now as well going down to india and just to clarify too the areas that look like they're a darker gray we don't have a feed on there there is not an active feed that's supported by um any of the available um weather network radar networks so that's why we're not getting any information about africa who knows what's happening there we also don't have any information about russia who knows what's happening there uh now india they've got beams they've got some of those circles going on actually some really weird patterns again a different form of frequency a different range of frequency that's something that hopefully somebody can weigh in on that knows more (laughs) i imagine it has to be that but we'd love to know what it is you can see that they it seems to be going in this outwards penetrating appearance and then what was that right like what was that that just happened I'll try and pause it on that this time and just to confirm this is in real time this is just today August 9th there what is that so let's try and get a range on this 34 decibels so that's interesting and then try and move this over to the red zone, 59 decibels. What's happening in this area? Now I just wanna point out again here, I'm gonna zoom in. I'm gonna go a bit slower over this and see if you can tell that this looks to be radiating this way. One thing that's happening that is unique to Wuhan and the surrounding area are these bursts that very much look like stars, but they kind of throb, they come and go. And I imagine that it will happen today too, so I can show that to you. So at a distance, you can kind of see it, these little star shapes. So anyway, um, we get the gist of the concern here, just uh, some very strange weather patterns happening that uh, do not look natural, that are not being talked about in any public knowledge format whatsoever right now I'm going to share some screenshots that I've compiled over the last couple months just to show you uh, some notable bits I suppose I just wanted to keep for documentation because God only knows how this is going to change over time I think it's important to to have access to to this in terms of a time-lapse of what's what's taking place back from April until current day Yeah, all this little scattery bit stuff that would happen as a result of these beams. Static, I mean, again, who knows? Showing how this one up near Ottawa is just beaming down towards New York. You know, people living in these areas here, you know, if you know that you live within this range of Syracuse up on this map here, like, have you been feeling terrible when you wake up in the morning? I mean, I really, truly in my heart, I believe that there's a there's a correlation with this. I mean, how can there not be if we're being affected by this? Our bodies can't handle that much radiation. They're never meant to. And they're lying to us about it But this is in fact happening. So this was a storm. It was called a derecho. You guys might remember it. It was about a month, a little over a month ago, month and a half, something like that. And the pattern went through Michigan and came up through Southern Ontario. And this derecho had a very obvious pattern and it looked like to me like it was being pulled you know these beams were almost attracting this conductivity in the atmosphere towards it so it always gives you this pre you know destined area you can see these lightning bolt formations here as if to explain where it's going well it's heading right in the same direction up through here and that's what it did that's exactly the pattern that it took and it it uprooted trees it destroyed properties and again, so this is what happened through that as well. And you can see all of this heavy conductivity, all the this scattered static in the atmosphere. It doesn't mean that there is a storm at that time either. And this, there was nothing happening. There was no there wasn't any bad weather patterns that day. But look at this. This this stayed like this all day. You can kind of see those little beams in here, but this heaviness throughout this area, an example of uh, what we saw today um, up through Edmonton and uh, Winnipeg and Saskatchewan. This is an example of what I was explaining in Wuhan. Look at all of these star systems and these throbs. So you'll see them go away and come back just like you would a firework that happens there quite often. So these are a few from Cuba now to take note of. So here's a weird example, like what on earth could create such a formation? What could do this, such a thing? You know, I have some other ideas about perhaps what that could be, but I'm gonna stay on point. <laughs> so is, is this happening because of the same types of, uh, as they relate to the towers, as they as it relates to satellite, um, Doppler radar, like really, I don't, I don't know, because it's coming from in the earth. I have so many questions about uh, this type of stuff the next one hang on to your hat because it's very different from what you've seen thus far check out that is this Havana syndrome what is this is this what Havana syndrome could stem from okay now I'm gonna show just a a time-lapse of um, this activity in Cuba this uh, video is probably taken around two months ago Um, and this was definitely something that's happening more frequently uh, i say you know at least over a month ago like i'd say between april and uh july uh early july i'd see this often i haven't really seen it as much anymore for whatever reason that is but um every time i saw it it, it, it scared me so i just want you to take a look at this and uh see what you think and i'm sorry for the shaking So there you can see that formation. Kind of looks like a hydro, don't you think? Really weird. it will keep moving here in a second. There we go. Crazy. So why is that happening there? It's the only place I've ever seen it on the planet and it's coming very clearly right from Havana. I've done the research. I've not seen anybody who has spoken of Havana syndrome link it to anything that looks like this. And while it is relating to a direct energy weapon, Um, by way of a radio frequency I mean this looks like it could uh, definitely be what no one has been visually able to to see when talking about that so here's another one here not in Havana down by hugging I don't know this I will say though uh, in Dominican Republic when this happened it was the same day that Ray Liotta died that I can say crazy so I don't know if anyone wants to remember back when that was, I think it was I think it was uh, very early July, end of June of some sort, but that was the same day that this happened here. And he was in Dominican Republic when that happened. Relating to that, hey, who knows? I just found that very interesting. Look how much bigger is that there. And clearly um, from what i showed earlier, this red just means that that's a stronger frequency. So you can see all the different range of uh radio frequency in there this is just a beam heading out towards michigan soul on its own where it's coming from who knows in mexico very strange like a bull's eye so there's so many ways in which these patterns are showing up i mean How and why, who knows? So Tampico, I was mentioning that the beams, they didn't typically have a whole ray, a whole sun ray. It was usually just one and actually it was extending out towards the water. This one was about a month ago and um, it's like it condensed all that energy to do a pencil ray just in one direction here. You can also see the separated, um, serrated looking one over here too. Philippines has had some very odd stuff going on there too. Um, You can kind of see the circular formation out here And then this very strange guy on the side. I don't know what they're doing there either. And then, yeah, again, another frequency level hertz range. I don't know. And this one's in Poland, bullseye. Another scattered one, just like that last one we looked at in the Philippines. And this is in Spain, kind of back when that started happening really strongly to them about a month ago. Just to confirm, all of this is different. Um... Uh, this is the air quality so they have a lot of different sensors in their area we don't have nearly as many over here but definitely there they do that's what you're looking at when you see those numbers so just to recap with everyone you know thank you for for uh taking part in this and and looking through this um and uh you know, please just bring awareness to as many people as you can. I mean, this can't happen, at least without us knowing more about it. It can't. Like, we we need to know what is happening to our planet and what the reason, if global warming is really happening, if it's a real thing, is it because of man-made manipulation? And is that manipulation being rolled out because they are so obsessed with surveilling and controlling us that to all to no end will they do what they need to do to do that even if it means you know eradicating the planet heating the planet because they require to have all of this stuff in place to have that control this can't happen and you know what good should win here and we need to blow the lid off of it and blow it out as loud as we can so to all my fellow god-fearing light workers out there share 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 thank you and thank you Eric very much
0: well there you go another perspective on what's going on pretty pretty um, pretty efficient you know so anyway take a look at this as well I'm going to play one more this is for the Europeans as well as NATO because we are heading into a possible collapse because natural gas apparently is the is the backbone of civilization and apparently if there's no natural gas civilization crashes according to what we what I'm about to present so I'm I'm saying this uh, not because I um, am trying to create a fear factor I'm saying this because this is what they're saying so give me one second we will get to it
3: here we go Good evening and welcome to Tucker Carlson's time. Happy Monday. As we've often noted on this show, because it's hard not to notice, we are living in one of those moments where so much is happening all at once and information about it all is so tightly controlled that huge history-changing events can occur and in fact are occurring right now and nobody seems aware of them. It's pretty unsettling actually. Here's one example. Europe is descending into poverty. Did you know that? Someone told you that? So the most advanced continent on the planet, the birthplace of Western civilization, our civilization, is getting much poorer very quickly, it's moving backward at high speed. Just a year ago, Europe was a modern place. For example, the overwhelming majority of Europeans heated their homes with natural gas, as modern people do. In Germany, the continent's richest country, only about 6% of households, most of them rural, heated with cordwood, and you'd expect that given that, again, Germany is a modern industrialized country with central heating and indoor plumbing and all the other trappings of a society that has moved beyond the medieval period. Last year, only about six percent of Germans used wood to heat their homes, but that has changed dramatically. Demand for firewood in Germany has risen so fast that there is none left to buy. You can't get it. So desperate Germans are now cutting their own wood, scouring the forests like their ancestors for sources of heat. Watch.
4: Some in Germany are taking matters into their own hands, with solutions that might look like a blast from the past. About two hours outside Berlin, residents of this small town have turned to wood chips for fuel. In Deutschland... We have to be innovative, said the project's organizer. If we don't act and just rely on the government to solve the crisis,
3: we'll never succeed.
4: This burner will soon fuel most of this village of 60 people.
3: So they call it biomass, but it's wood. They're burning wood again, as they did during the feudal period. That's Germany. In Poland, families are standing in line for days to buy coal. Not in 1910, right now, tonight. Cars queued up outside coal mines hoping for fuel. Quote, this is beyond imagination, 157 year old. Polish man told Reuters, people are sleeping in their cars. I remember the communist times, but it didn't cross my mind that we could return to something even worse. Oh, but it's come. Something even worse has arrived. The French government has announced energy rationing this winter. Just the other day, France had so much energy that it exported it to other countries. It was a net exporter of energy. Now, there won't be enough heat in France for everyone in the country to stay warm. In the UK, 70% of restaurants are preparing to close, to go under. Why? Because when winter comes, they won't be able to afford to keep the heat and lights on, et cetera, et cetera. This is happening across Europe in every country. So the question is, why is it happening? And the answer is extremely simple. There is an energy shortage in Europe. Cheap energy is essential. It is the key to everything that a normal society strives for. Prosperity, safety, a longer life expectancy for its citizens, everything. Depends on cheap energy, but Europe no longer has it. And as a result, things are falling apart very quickly. Energy costs in Europe are expected to increase by hundreds of percent in coming months. Germany's year-ahead price of electricity, that's the benchmark for all of Europe, it's measured in euros per megawatt hour. That price just exceeded 1,000 euros for the first time in history. For perspective, just a week ago, last Monday, the cost was about 700 euros per megawatt hour. And that was a record. In other words, the price rise is approaching 50% in a single week. In France, electricity went up 25% in one day. That was last Friday. Imagine that happening to you. Here's what Europe looks like tonight. In Europe, it's lights out at major monuments and tourist
4: attractions as a long, hot summer gives way to what officials worry could be a bitterly cold winter. Skyrocketing energy prices have put Europe on a war footing, with Russia as the enemy. We're in what can be described as a hybrid war, said French President Emmanuel Macron. Russia uses energy resources, like it does food, as a war weapon to exert pressure. Oil prices have doubled, coal prices have quadrupled, and natural gas is now seven times more expensive than early last year.
3: Seven times more expensive. So it turns out if you don't have cheap natural gas, you can't run the continent. Now, if you've got a graduate degree and live in a city in the United States, you may be shocked to learn this. You may never have heard this before. You may have believed that fossil fuels were on their way out any day now. And you thought that because the Davos people and our own leaders assured us of that for decades. They told us that green energy was the future and the future is here. It's here. As recently as last month, The World Economic Forum claimed that Europe could save quote one trillion in fossil fuel costs by switching to renewables. But it turns out, and this may not shock you, they had no clue what they were talking about. They knew nothing about the subject, the subject they talked about endlessly. Green energy cannot replace fossil fuels, not now, not anytime soon. Fossil fuels remain what they have always been, the key to civilization. That is true now. That has been true since Homo erectus started the first cooking fire in a cave nearly a million years ago. So-called green energy is not close, is nowhere near replacing gas and oil and coal. It's measurable. We could have known this. Anyone with eighth grade math skills could have figured out in about 10 minutes that we cannot replace fossil fuels with renewables or green energy. And of course, They must have known that. When they told you otherwise, it was just posturing. It was childish and destructive fantasy talk that apparently fooled millions of their citizens and millions of ours. The Green New Deal means what it always meant. It means poverty. And the people pushing the Green New Deal must have known that all along. They don't actually believe climate change is an imminent threat. If they actually believe climate change was an imminent threat, an existential emergency, the first thing they would have done, the very first, would be to ban private jets. Oh, but no. To this day, Al Gore still flies on private jets. Barack Obama owns tens of millions of dollars of beachfront property. He knows the oceans are rising. Come on. So they're all in on it. It's a scam. But they don't care because they know they personally will escape the consequences of their own policies. So when the French president announces that his people are facing the end of abundance, he's not talking about himself. He's not facing the end of abundance. None of them are. Macron and all of them understand they will always be rich and always be protected. They know that for certain. What's changed, what's so very interesting, is that suddenly everyone else who's been paying attention can see that they were lying. They are frauds and the entire population of Europe now knows that. Donald Trump, to his credit, whatever you think of him, caught on to this early. Four years ago Trump warned Europe about its energy future during his speech at the United Nations. The German delegation laughed at him. Remember this?
0: Germany will become totally dependent on Russian energy if it does not immediately change course. Here in the Western Hemisphere we are committed to maintaining our independence from the encroachment of expansionist foreign powers. It has been the formal policy of our country since President Monroe.
3: Oh, they're laughing. We have green parties here in Europe. You have no idea what you're talking about. But they're not laughing anymore. The Europeans have discovered that the real threat to human civilization is not global warming. It never was global warming. The real threat to people is global cooling, otherwise known as winter. Far more people freeze to death every year than die of heat. In 2019, for example, four times as many people died of cold as of heat. That's according to the Institute for Health Metrics and Evaluation. So when temperatures in Europe begin to drop a few months from now, this is a huge problem. And that will be obvious to everyone. It's not global warming, it's global cooling. That's what's gonna kill your grandmother. And when everyone understands that perfectly well, a lot of things are going to happen. The status quo will crumble. Factories will close. Unemployment will rise. Disposable income will disappear. And you're seeing signs of that already. Personal savings rates are down dramatically. In this country, 60% of Americans can't cover an expected $400 expense, credit card debt, increasing year over year by 13%. That's the biggest jump in 20 years. Total household debt at an all-time record of 15.8 trillion. That's in this country. It's also true similarly in Europe. So how will spiraling energy costs affect all of this? And what will be the cascading effect? Well, when the cost of keeping your apartment warm jumps by hundreds of percent in a single year, you become a completely different person. You change your behavior radically. You're no longer tempted to buy a new $1,400 iPhone or shop at a Whole Foods, or even pick up an extra cappuccino. The entire consumer economy grinds to a halt because there's no discretionary income. So it is impossible to overstate the downstream effects on the world of an energy crisis. Everything changes. How are the central banks responding to this? Not well, they seem to be making things worse on purpose. You know, in the United States, we're told not to notice what the Fed does because the Fed is now diverse and therefore great. Amazing piece in the AP just the other day announcing that, quote, leadership of the Federal Reserve has become its most diverse ever. There are more female, black, and gay officials contributing to the central bank's interest rate decisions than at any time in its 109-year history. Okay. In other words, relax. We've got affirmative action. Everything's fine. Great. But somehow it doesn't seem to be working. The same central banks that intentionally caused inflation, and they did, Those same central banks are now hiking rates to destroy demand. The problem is, this isn't a demand problem. This is a supply problem. And it stems primarily from the war in Ukraine. Because of that war, the West does not have enough energy to continue its economy or its society. Europe responded to that war by imposing sanctions that they knew would inevitably cause energy shortages. They knew it when they did it. Here's the president of the European Commission back in May. And let's
0: be clear, it will not be easy because some member states are strongly dependent on Russian oil. But we simply have to do it. So today we will propose to ban all Russian oil
3: from Europe. Really? Are you going to be keeping your apartment at 49 degrees Fahrenheit? Will you be walking to work? No, of course not. You'll have whatever you want forever. But the rest of us, she informed us, quote, simply have to do it. And it's not just energy that's being affected by these sanctions. In Brussels, Joe Biden warned that food shortages are inevitable. Remember this?
0: With regard to food shortages, yes, we did talk about food shortages. And and it's going to be real. The, The price of these sanctions is not just imposed upon Russia. It's imposed upon an awful lot of countries as well, including European countries and our country as well.
3: Oh, so we're all going to have to buckle down for freedom. We have to shovel billions to Ukrainian oligarchs who clearly hate the United States because it's the right thing to do. We need to hurt Russia because it's our moral duty. So did these sanctions actually hurt Russia? They caused food and energy shortages throughout the West. No, they didn't hurt Russia. Russia today has more than enough energy, more energy than it can use or sell. In fact, Russia has so much excess natural gas that it's simply setting it on fire. That's right, flaring it, as they say. A Russian plant near the border with Finland is burning $10 million worth of natural gas every day. It seems like a big story. So how's the media covering this? Well, here's the BBC. Quote, Scientists are concerned about the large volumes of carbon dioxide and soot it is creating, which could exacerbate the melting of Arctic ice really? That's your concern, more global warming, when the immediate effect is to make it impossible for people to Europe to stay warm. You can reach a place in your society where the people in charge and their lapdogs in the media become so completely disconnected from the concerns of actual people, become so totally uninterested in the lives of citizens, the society becomes very volatile, and we are fast approaching that point. So we could fix this problem. The solution to this catastrophe is very straightforward. End the war in Ukraine. Re-establish energy flows into Europe and save the global economy, including ours. Is Joe Biden doing that? Are the reckless Western leaders like Boris Johnson doing that? No, they're doing the opposite. They're sending billions more from their dying economies to Ukrainian oligarchs, and for no good reason. The UK has committed $2.8 billion to Ukraine in a country where 70% of pubs may close because they can't afford electricity. This is a government that's preparing for power outages in the middle of winter. As the Guardian reported, under the government's last reasonable worst-case scenario, officials believe the UK could experience blackouts for for several days in January if cold weather combines with gas shortages to leave the country short of power. Well, of course cold weather will combine with gas shortages because. That's when people use gas, when the weather is cold. Wake up, geniuses. And it's not just happening in the UK. Again, it's happening everywhere. Spain has just approved more than 50 million euros for Ukraine. And that's not including funding for military hardware. In other news, Spain's Congress just implemented temperature controls on commercial buildings. Air conditioning must be no cooler than 27 degrees Celsius. That's 80 Fahrenheit, by the way. In case you don't live there in august after 10 pm shop windows in unoccupied public buildings won't be lit how about italy well italy has allocated more than 600 million euros for ukrainian refugees and yet at the same time air conditioning in italian schools and public buildings has already been restricted in what the government labeled operation thermostat that began in may italy's ukraine funding is a lot but it's not quite as much as france france has sent more than two billion dollars u.s to ukraine and at the same time France is fining shopkeepers for keeping their doors open and running their air conditioning so we can send more weapons to one of the most corrupt governments in the world. In France, illuminated signs are banned from 1 a.m. to 6 a.m. For our part, the United States has sent more than $10 billion in military. That's 19 packages of weapons to what Mitch McConnell tells us is the most important thing in the world. Congress has approved more than $30 billion in additional spending. So how is all that spending working out? Are we winning the war in Ukraine? Have we bankrupted Vladimir Putin like Joe Biden claimed we would? The ruble just hit a seven-year high against the US dollar in June. Take a look at this chart comparing the Russian ruble against the euro. Russia's doing well. Europe is not doing well at all. Now Joe Biden is calling for an unconditional surrender from Vladimir Putin. Here's the weird thing. By any actual reality-based measure, Vladimir Putin is not losing the war in Ukraine. He is winning the war in Ukraine. And Joe Biden looks at that and says, we won't stop until you proffer an unconditional surrender. This isn't bad policy. This is nuts. It makes no sense. In fact, it only makes sense if the goal is to completely destroy the West in order to make way for Chinese global dominance. What would be the other explanation for this behavior? Subscribe to the Fox News YouTube channel to
0: isn't that interesting isn't that interesting the last thing he said is the most truest thing anybody could ever ever heard this is complete insanity and the only reason this is being done is to weaken NATO and Europe and the West so that China can step into the limelight and take everything over it almost falls in place with some of the biblical concepts of the, of the Dragon and the Ten Horns. But the Ten Horns are not necessarily European countries, but different sections of the world, As another take on it. But the point here is this. The way it's going, and the way they're talking about the supply and demand in Europe, and the natural gas not being there, and also affecting the West here, What's gonna to happen to Canada and the United States if the natural gas prices escalate seven to ten times more? How many places do you think will stay open? For instance, here in Windsor, Ontario. The first time round, it wiped out a lot of them. The second time round, it'll wipe out just about everybody except maybe the corporations that are tied to government support or whatever. This is that was an interesting comment and that's just one of the reasons why I wanted to play it because of the comment in its connection to China being again taken over, and I think this is what this is all about. alrighty righty, the um, and I think also that when that happens, Russia is going to be taken out of the equation as well. Some way, somehow, it will be taken out. All right, I'm going to let it go there. I always say at the end of these shows, read the gospel, read the gospels, read what Jesus had to say read what he did, who he taught, what he talked, what he done. Read the the book, the book of revelations. I always say read that as well. That is the playbook. You can interpret inter- you can interpret prophecies many different ways. I tr- just speculate on the prophecies because nobody nobody I have ever heard in all honesty, in all my years in, in reading and hearing about prophecies, and I don't care who it is. They never got it right. They get some things right and they pro- proclaim that they have some interpretation. It's just, all I would say is read, follow it, and see where what, what prevails. That's probably the best way to handle prophecy. Uh, read the letters. Read how the church evolved and how, if, again, as um, you grow in the awareness of God that you too will evolve and go through different changes. I also talk on the top part of the page. There are people there that are uh trying very hard to find solutions and a lot of different things and helping people out if you can help them economically please do so if you can't don't worry about it i know everyone has suffered and is suffering with the inversion of the wef's view of the world and how they, how they want corruption to prevail so some of you may have felt the first bite of this and i would encourage you all uh, again to rebuild your house get it going get it back on your feet and when you can help anybody you can financially but till then share the message share 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 all righty i always say at the end of these shows we are still here still here by the grace of god so till the next segment to your health. take care